Welcome to the Sound of Truth Bible Chat with your host, Brett Morani, where he leads discussion in God's Word. Let's join him now. 1 Corinthians chapter 1. We're going to look at verses 1 and 2. Eric Piment is with me. Eric, let's talk about these two verses that launch this Corinthian correspondence from Paul. When we see the first two verses, we see Paul and then also written with Sosthenes, who was an elder of the church. And if we read back in Acts, he was one of those who was beaten up for and, you know, uh, pummeled uh, for his uh, sake in the gospel. So he's uh, physically suffered as well. But Paul and Sosthenes to the church of God, which is at Corinth. The book of Corinthians is going to address some problems in the church, but he has to begin by identifying who they are. They are the church of God. They are God's church, which he ordained. They are sanctified in Christ Jesus. They are called saints. And the word called means, I have called you saints, and I have also called you to be saints. In this case, it doesn't mean a miracle worker or one who's turned water into wine or something like that. It means someone who is holy, who is set apart. That starts at conversion for someone. It's it's not something that the church declares you to be. It's something that God declares you to be yeah, and, and makes you. <laughs> in, uh, in, in some liturgical churches, uh, a person is canonized and called a saint after they've done some miraculous work or uh, seen uh, special recognition. But in God's uh, terminology, a, a saint is already called by him, and then they work that out in their lives. And they're called to be saints even while they are still sinners. They are called saints because Christ has separated them and ordained them to be his, that they are now called by his name, not by their own names. And so so he, we're making clear here that all Christians, all truly born-again believers are saints. That's true. Yes. All people who are know Jesus, and the Bible says, he that believeth that Jesus is the Christ is born of God, 1 John 5, 1. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be a person with a, a spotless pedigree. If you truly believe, and in, in the sense of repentant belief, not just intellectual head knowledge, if you have a, a, a true ordained faith that includes commitment to Christ as Lord, uh, if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, then you are saved and born again. And so Paul begins by talking on the basis of who you are, and therefore you need to walk out and act according to on the basis of who you are. Mm-hmm. And he's going to proceed later in the first chapter and second chapter and third chapter to show that sometimes they're being inconsistent with whom God has called them to be. Which is true of all of us. Sometimes we are inconsistent because we're not glorified yet. We talk in salvation in terms of three three words that are used a lot among believers to refer to the full salvation picture. And, and I'm talking here about justification, sanctification, and glorification. And another way I like to put it, and this isn't, wasn't original with me, of course, is that the moment we're justified, that moment when you're born again, that moment when you cross the line of faith from and you have been translated from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light, that moment you became a Christian, you were at that moment saved from the penalty of sin. Absolutely. Now, we like to refer to sanctification, although you were also sanctified in that moment, you were set apart. You're being sanctified in the sense that you are through your life here on earth as a believer, you are being saved over time from the power of sin in your life. This is the work of the Holy Spirit to grow you in Christ and to increase you in holiness. But then ultimately, the moment Christ returns or the moment you die and are ushered into his presence, to be absent from the body is present with the Lord. At that moment, you will experience glorification. You will be saved from the 
presence of sin. So saved from the penalty of sin, being saved from the power of sin, and someday saved from the presence of sin. It's a good summary. And I think at this point, let's uh, talk about the, uh, the, the now Paul has to appear as their spiritual father. They've all known him. They all recognize him as, uh, as, as the apostle who established their church. And now he has to bring in some words of correction. And this is something we all need in our lives is for other believers. In this case, it is Paul correcting this church, but all of us as believers need correction from other believers at times. And so I think this is an important point for us to make is that we need to be open to correction. We need to be open to other believers pointing out areas where we're not walking like a saint should walk. We're not living as a saint should live. Again, you made reference to verse two, the church of God, which is a Corinth to them that are sanctified. This is something you already are. You're already sanctified. And then he says, called to be saints. So he's saying, as you mentioned, and as you refer to here, Eric, he's telling them to be who they are. And you're, you're sanctified. That makes you a saint. Now live like a saint. Be the saint that you are, which is it was what we often talk about here at Harvest, or at least I say from the pulpit. Let's live up to who we are. It's, it's the same thing Paul says in the Ephesian correspondence when halfway through the letter, he says, now walk in a manner worthy of your calling. Live up to your name. And also live up to your future. And that's another encouraging, really encouraging thing is we, it, you know, it occurs just a little bit, little bit later uh, in verse seven uh, and eight, that Christ is going to come again and he will confirm you to the end so that you may be blameless in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. And so not only has Christ created you for better things, which is true, but he's also given a promise that there is going to be a day when all things are going to be better, not just around you, but in you. He will confirm you blameless. And since Christ is going to set you as without spot and blemish and see you perfect, live up to what he's already done, not just in the past, but as also planned for the future. What a great future that'll be. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sound of Truth. If you enjoyed it, please rate and review it. Also, tell your friends about it. Thanks. Music is by Canon and is used by permission. Sound of Truth podcast is produced in collaboration with Harvest Jacksonville. It is copyrighted by Brett A. Marani, 2022.